The biblical concept of meditation is best illustrated by a cow's digestive system. When cows eat, they do not take the time to chew up and evenly prepare the food for digestion. Rather, cows swallow their food whole. In time, they regurgitate it and chew the food much like how a cowboy would chew tobacco, by chewing 20 times on the left side and then 20 times on the right side. After this thorough munching session, cows once again swallow their food, but this time it usually stays down. This process is called rumination. We use it as a figure of speech sometimes, like, yeah, Uncle Barry and Maddie Joe were chewing the cud for a couple hours yesterday, meaning they talked in a reflective manner. It's an expressive idiom. People chew on thoughts similarly to how cows chew the cud. This is the basic premise of biblical meditation. First, we hear something from the Bible, but often we don't have the time to properly ruminate on it. Rather, we simply take it at face value. However, at a later time, we then bring it back to our minds and think about it thoroughly. As Asaph described, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. That's Psalm 77 verses 11 and 12. Asaph used three verbs to capture the essence of biblical meditation. Number one, remember. Asaph begins with remembering calling to mind the deeds of the Lord and his wonders of old. He intentionally took note of history and pulled it into his thinking. Number two, ponder. To ponder is to think deeply. Interestingly, people can ponder a thought in community. It doesn't have to be a private matter. Number three is meditate. To meditate is to dwell in a specific thought. In the Bible, it was usually implemented as a private matter between God and man, a conversation, if you will, between maker and maid. Biblical meditation is not the emptying of the mind. It is the practice of critical thinking. As Christians, we are called to fill our minds with worthwhile thoughts and to think through biblical teachings. Hey, thank you for listening to The Practice of Biblical Meditation. My name's Jesse. I wrote these for a little Bible study that I hosted many years ago. This is the first part of a five-part series that I wrote. And the main emphasis behind these meditationals is to consider the Bible in a way that keeps it in your mind. The Bible is very thoughtful in how it presents itself. And by allowing it to ruminate in your mind, you're allowing the Holy Spirit the opportunity to utilize the Word of God and influence your thinking patterns. The story of the Bible talks about a creator God who interacts with his creation and specifically his people. This story is told through narratives, poetry, and simple, straightforward statements. It starts in a garden. It was a beautiful place, really, a little slice of heaven on earth. In this garden, the creator God interacted with his people. He cared for them. And he wanted them to rule over the world with him. But the people were inspired and deceived into wanting more than co-ruling the world with their creator. Rather than being image bearers of their God, they wanted to be their own God. This desire resulted in a rebellion. And the creator God was moved to exile his people. The rest of the Bible story 
shows how God worked over the years to restore and bring back his people. The way this story is told and the process of how this story was compiled is layered. There are analogies, metaphors, and parables, which can all be found in straightforward narratives. It is our responsibility, then, to discern the difference between literary and literal meaning. Another complication we find in interpretation is in how the Bible was written. Traditionally, it is said that there were about 50 authors throughout the Old and New Testaments, and that these authors wrote it over the span of 1,500 years. If we take into account the scribes and editors who preserved these writings over the years, then we are well into the hundreds of contributors. Now, the Bible is careful in how it presents these authors and scribes. It declares itself as the Word of God, and that these authors and scribes are being inspired and influenced by the Holy Spirit. With this revelation, it is then realized that God, as the ultimate author, worked with people in order to communicate what he wanted said. It is a beautiful representation of how the story of God's reconciliation with mankind is told through God's partnership with people. However, the challenges we face with this method of literature is that there are several different writers writing in several different ways. With this practice, we will find authors using different words to describe similar things. Biblical authors may use different metaphors to describe similar ideas. Or we may have authors use different styles of writing to tell certain parts of the story. As we look to interpret, we will have difficulty in studying the layered and rich methods of these storytellers. Because of this, the Bible has been dubbed meditation literature, as it takes intentional and serious commitment to think through and analyze the Bible's passages. With this awareness, we should interact with the Bible with purpose and keep it in our minds as we think through its layered depths. Little Bible studies are a great way to think through this hefty book with others. Listening to others and sharing your ponderings, having that corporate consideration, is an incredible way to walk through this book in community. It is good for us to meditate on God's Word.